Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. 39 and single. Can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white. Tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Hello. Welcome back to Spermcast, episode 11. If you're new to the podcast, take my advice and jump back to episode 1 to start the journey from the beginning. You'll be missing out if you don't, but then again, whatever. Here's a quick recap. Molly Hockey, actor, writer, comedian, inching closer and closer to 40, always wanted kids, no man in the picture, not a lot of choices left, looking for a sperm donor. I've interviewed some lovely sperm contestants and have a few top picks. I've learned about surrogacy and sperm donation from the male perspective. I've learned about fertility, genetics, laws, but I don't just need a sperm donor. I'm discovering that I'm in dire need of stability. Okay, recap over. Now, I know you're just dying for me to interview a new sperm contestant, and I promise you the next two episodes, sperm contestants all the way, I think. I promise. I think. Anyway, there's a more pressing matter at hand. You've heard me hint at my financial woes throughout the series, but I've yet to go into detail and look for solutions. This is the week where I finally address the elephant in the room my finances and living situation, and try to figure out what the hell to do. And what better way to do that than by talking with your girlfriends? That's right, this week Amanda and I are joined by a great old friend to help figure out my life. She's an improviser, podcaster, and a businesswoman, and she's just opened a theater company in Ireland called Mob Theater Dublin. Please welcome Erin McGaffey! Is that a good place to start? I mean, I don't know. Why don't you just say what, where we are and who we are and what's, okay. we're, what's we're doing? That's, I do this at the beginning of every episode. She's always looking to me like, what? You need to get like a little starter pistol. Yeah. <laughs> and go. Okay, Amanda, start us off. Okay, and we're rolling. Welcome to Spermcast episode <laughs> 11. I'm here with Amanda Lund, my trusty producer, and my good old friend Erin McGathy all the way from Ireland. Hello. But she's in the room. I am. She's not in Ireland at this moment. So we're just hanging out today. We're checking in, right? Yeah, I think... Tell me, boss. Am I? I don't believe the producer is the boss of your podcast. I think... <laughs> I think my listeners really like you, Amanda. You think so? Do they That's say That's what I hear from my much? sister-in-law, Karen. She loves you. She does? She also said, you need to show me a picture of Amanda. She sounds so wonderful. I love her so Aww. much. And then I showed her and she said, yep, she's beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe it. So Amanda and Aaron and I used to be on an improv team together called Local 132. And um, and we used to share a car ride all the way into the Deep Valley together to go to rehearsal on what nights? Tuesday nights or something? It was oh Tuesday nights. Yeah. yeah. Every week. Every, Every week. week. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. But most fun was the car rides because none of us ever wanted to go all the way to the valley. Uh, but we would get to the car and have a little bitch session on the way there. And we, ended <laughs> up, we would call the car bitch car. Do you remember what we were 
bitching about? Well, what was it? Look, it was usually like boyfriend, like life was boyfriend so easy stuff. I mean, I know. Aaron, you would make fun of me a lot, and oh, I would cry yeah. sometimes. You would cry sometimes. <laughs> no, oh no, cry. this is good to talk to your uh, listeners. No, Aaron wouldn't make fun of you. She would just you Tell were in secrets. a re- you were in a relationship that we we oh, we yes. felt wasn't Sorry. good for you. Yes. Yeah, I was looking out for you. Where was I in a relationship at that point? Yeah, part of it. Yeah. Oh. Do you talk about that? I've only I haven't heard all of the episodes. I don't yet. talk about. Uh, I I talked to that person yesterday. Does he um, listen to the podcast? No. Oh, he if texted you listen me to the to podcast. S- text in seven two six four nine. Um, no, but I think he had seen that there was an article posted in the Washington Post, everybody. That's right, you guys. The Washington Post wrote an article all about me and Spermcast last week. I'll put a I'll put a link to it in my episode description. Or you can Google Molly Hockey Washington Post. But if you do that, you might also see a picture of me in 2012 protesting. It's pretty cute, you guys. That's so exciting. Yeah, my my numbers have gone up by at least nine. no seriously i feel like the episode that came out on tuesday is less than any of my other episodes so far which is wild after being in the washington post i don't understand numbers or why well i would think that if people were going to start listening to a podcast they would start from the beginning so it could not it it might be that they're not i don't think no because i look at like uh the the analytics show like all the downloads and like downloads this week were not not very impressive maybe you'll get those people um next week because they're listening to the the, they already have their podcast they listen to and so (laughs) they have to finish those out and then maybe you'll get some maybe later in the weekend or something don't be concerned about the numbers molly no i think my mom just thinks that i'm doing something wrong like that i'm uh, she thinks (laughs) don't give your mom access to the numbers (laughs) That's yes. a mistake. That is a mistake. <laughs> Your mom calls every morning with like the ratings. Like the Nielsen. I can't rate. There's no rating capability. And there's no way to know how many people. How do you find out how many people? I don't know. Now how do you, why do you say 6,000? I said I think there's a little under 1,000 downloads per episode. Uh-huh. I think there's like a solid 600 people that listen weekly. Uh-huh. No, you're, and you're sure? I mean, you can track them. Only downloads, though. I can't track yeah. people who just listen right. on their phone. And I don't understand. Hmm. So I'm doing something wrong. Something is a mess. For sure. I just recorded this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so a hot ground. You need shoes. You don't need... You just need true fans. And it I sounds have like some. you have, yeah, that's all, really that's wonderful all you people. need to take care of those people. So do you want to have babies? Um, I do. Somehow you saying babies is a upsetting baby? to me because I'm imagining like a litter and that, oh, that is gross. gross. Yeah. Do you want to be a mom? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do want to be a mom. I feel like this is the first time in my life where I'm kind of making moves to be in a position where I feel stable enough to be a mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm working on. Yeah. The stability part. Yeah. It's rough. hard when you're like freelancey, righty, acty people. Yeah. 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 I guess I should give my listeners an update. In last week's episode, I disclosed to them that I have an Airbnb. And while disclosing that, I got a knock on the door from my new property manager, unannounced. Oh, boy. And 
I opened the door and I was stunned and I was like, come on in. Uh-huh. Apparently you don't have to let them in. Oh, really? No, but I told her to come on in. And then Dumb I said, question, like what is a property manager versus a landlord? Household? Yeah. Landlords will hire property management companies to take oh, care of all okay, their properties. Okay, right. Um, so she comes in and I'm like, I, I have to tell you something. <laughs> and I'm like Aww. shaking and she's like, Oh no, what's going on? And I was like, I have an Airbnb. And I had to tell her because I had guests in the room at the time. Right, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, you can't have that, an Airbnb, so you have to stop doing that. And I said, okay. Oh, no. Long story short, I emailed the landlord's family, uh, not the landlord because she actually passed away a few months ago, and I asked if they would make an exception for me. And I got a phone call back, and they said they'd pass the information on to their lawyer. So there's oh. a, a possibility they might let you keep doing the Airbnb. I think that they in that I think that they want to help me out, oh, okay. but they also don't think it's gonna like I don't think it's gonna work out. So what position? Because that covered a lot of your rent each month. It covered so, all of my rent. Okay, so right. what what are you gonna do? Get back to work with photography, I guess. But there's more, and then we can talk about what I'm gonna do with my life. There's uh, <laughs> I. I, she said, but we're probably going to sell the place anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what am I going to do? Yeah, I either reinvest in my headshot photography business. Um, and like I used to, I used to survive. Oh, but I also had a roommate. So I'll have to get a roommate, charge them way more than I charged another roommate in the past, any other roommates. Um, and now that that room is set up so nice like an Airbnb. No, I think I would probably charge $1,800. What do you think? Is that... And too much uh, or too um, little. I have friends who live on Commonwealth and they're paying three thousand for a two bedroom. Good lord. My place is twenty two fifty. Right. So maybe eighteen hundred is great. My mom sent me an article this morning about the cost of living in Los Angeles, and it says that you need to have $75,000 per year in order to live comfortably. But the article also said that the median income in Los Angeles is only $48,000. That's closer to what I make, or probably more. I don't know. I don't know what I made this year, you guys, because I filed an extension and I haven't done my taxes yet, okay? This article also says that the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment is $22.96. That's more than what I pay for a two-bedroom house in the coolest neighborhood in Los Angeles you guys. Anyway, living comfortably is subjective, you guys. My idea of comfortable is, uh, you know, I don't need plastic surgery or massages or even concerts at the Hollywood Bowl, even though I'm really jealous of all you people that went and saw Kenny Loggins the other night. All I really want to do is be able to buy organic groceries, have a membership at the Rock Climbing Gym, go to dinner every now and again, and, you know, have a baby. You know, if I have a roommate or whatever, I won't have to clean the Airbnb all the time. That's an up. A, po- a positive, an up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's enough. That's an enough. Upper? Yeah, yeah, that's an upper. Is that a thing that people say? <laughs> no, you're trying to say yeah. that's a plus. That's a plus. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> so yeah, what is okay? So, so other options. What do you like? What do you want to do career-wise? What's your? Well, where do you other, want your money to come from? I want my money to come to come from acting, mm. and or I would love to be paid for this podcast as like a job because it's I really am enjoying making it. Yeah. And I could make other podcasts. Um, <laughs> I enjoy editing audio and video, but I don't want to edit like an infomercial or, you know, <laughs> I want to edit like creative things. And I don't think anybody jumps into editing and gets to start editing, you know, amazing stuff right away. And so I don't know how to make that happen. I would like 
to be, you know, just throw me into a creative exec job. <laughs> That'd be great. That would I be mean, great. I'm, I'm creative guys. <laughs> yeah. Would you ever take like a nine to five job? If, if it was something if in it was, it the was, creative field? creative. Do you guys remember Katie Krentz from episode three? She was the woman that told me all about the sperm donor process because she had just had a baby with sperm from California Cryobank. Well, during that conversation that I had with her, she also told me this. You could consider getting like a regular job so that you get great insurance so that you could then use it for like my wife had like 15 or 20 grand in fertility benefits through her insurance through her job. And I think that that's a thing that is becoming more apparent. Well, so if I had a regular job, I could potentially have insurance coverage for all of my fertility treatments. Very interesting. I decided to give Katie a call and, um, See if she wanted to offer me a job. I mean, why not? We've only met each other once, but we've talked intimately about sperm, and she's really nice. And you're a, you're a creative executive, are you not? I was an executive, and now I am a producer that has an overall deal with uh, with a major company. Yep. So, well, way back when we talked the first time, at one point you said um, you should consider getting a job to pay for <laughs> all this fertility stuff that you might have to go through. Uh, yeah. to, for insurance. And so I thought it'd be funny to just call you and ask you for a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Let's, let's, uh, let's figure something out. Yeah, perfect. I don't have anything personally within my company right now. But okay, you said editing. You're also, you do photography. I'm a great photographer, a great editor of sound and video. And I went to Cornell. I'm a smart person. I've had regular jobs before. I just have this, you know, the overwhelming wow. creative drive that makes me not want to. Yes. <sighs> it sounds like based on your sort of also comedic abilities, like have you thought of, and I know it can be soul crushing, but advertising? I have. My, I come from a family of advertisers and my brother's in advertising right now. Because I'm thinking more of like the creative side where they need people to do, you know, short form content uh, for a larger brand. You're able to like, make it start to finish um and you also you know are funny and and understand storytelling that because you have the technical ability to like advertising is where you could make the most money and also they have like the best benefits my wife works in advertising so mm-hmm. that's where i potentially could help you know throw your resume her way but does that also sound bad since your whole family's in it no i love advertising um I mean, the actual industry itself is a little like soul crushing because it's creating a need that we don't actually have. Um, But it is a creative field to work in. And uh, no, I love advertising. We watched TV for the commercials when I was a kid. I did just get hired by my brother's company for a job where I made a bunch of social media videos for them. That's what I'm talking about. It's I think that's the other part, which is there are major companies and agencies now that are sort of what social media marketing agencies where you Mm -hmm. can do that short form stuff um that i mean is there a number that you need to hit no honestly i i wish in an ideal situation maybe there's a a short-term two-year situation i could be in where i'm making a lot of money but that's insane nobody does that you have to start from the bottom like in any field like if you're looking to do the like six figures now, I think based on your skills and abilities, it would be kind of in advertising or social media as 
sort of a, a, a producer, you know, mm-hmm. I think that can be a full-time gig and that could be a two-year gig. That to me seems like the fastest way for you to make a shitload of money quickly. <laughs> um, oh, wouldn't it be fun to have a shitload of money? Then Katie and I started talking about editing jobs. There, no, probably do something. I think the title for that would be assistant editor. I uh-huh. think it's called AEs, right? I actually have some people that I could send your resume for that too. Like, okay. That And those people work at production companies where they usually have like a steady sort of stream of work and they might even get insurance. They probably make something like 1500 or 2000 bucks a week, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not terrible. Yeah. Okay, this, this is all really good stuff. I'm really glad I call, called you. Now, the only problem is making a resume when I haven't had a regular job in 15 years. But I, I can add all of the creative things I've done. Molly, the, the amount of views that you've had on your stuff, the amount of, like, I, I feel like buzz and articles and such about you, I think yeah. you can you can sort of tailor it. And I would be happy to take a look at any sort of rough edit of your resume to kind of give you some guidance are you on linkedin at all no (laughs) oh okay that's step one you need to be on linkedin oh gross okay i'm going on linkedin i know a lot of people do reach out about like real concrete money paying uh opportunities on linkedin okay (laughs) oh my god welcome to 2005 molly Oh Lord. Okay, I'm I'm ready. Sort yeah. of. I'm sort of ready. Gosh. <sighs> also, you need to be plugging the shit out of Spermcast's Patreon account, like across all articles. Like, don't be afraid to publicly ask for help in this way. You know, I feel like this is what's amazing about your podcast is that you're sort of asking everyone for help with the advice, and I think you shouldn't feel bad about asking for the help with the money as well. Ooh. Yeah, you want to give me advice, you got to pay up. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, keep the faith. It's going to be, be okay. <laughs> Thanks for talking to me. This helped me a lot. The most logical thing would be to reinvest in headshot photography, but it's really, that was never the job that I wanted to have. Mm. It's Even tough. though it's creative. Yeah. It's um, a tough dilemma because it's like, you're at a place where you're at kind of a transition in your career in a way because you were you had this freedom with the Airbnb Mm. um, but you're also trying to get stability so you can have a kid so yeah Yeah. it's it's tough it's really tough yeah and I don't there's not a simple solution unless anybody out there wants to offer me an amazing job or acting job (laughs) are you you have a patreon for this podcast does that Mm -hmm. bring in any money we're up to 124 a month. Thank okay. you so much, Patreon listeners that's and subscribers. Good. And like you, you've just started this. But that's podcast. all just from 24 wonderful people. Yeah. Well, you don't. The thing is, like, you don't need. Have you heard of a thousand true fans? No. You should read it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> what right is that? Let's read oh, it you, to you each other. It as well. It's a, it's this great essay that was written by this man who I'm forgetting. Um, His name is Kevin Kelly. It's directed towards creatives. And it says that, you know, we think that like when we're making something creative that we have to, you know, be Katy Perry. I don't know why Katy Perry was my go-to example. <laughs> I, you know I love her. You always have. <laughs> I live my life. You're uh, her number by one her. Yeah. Yeah.
Here's what Kevin Kelly has to say. He says, to be a successful creator, you don't need millions. You don't need millions of dollars or millions of customers, millions of clients, or millions of fans. To make a living as a craftsperson, photographer, musician, designer, author, animator, app maker, entrepreneur, or inventor, you need only thousands of true fans. A true fan is defined as a fan that will buy anything you produce. Here's how the math works. First, you have to create enough each year that you can earn an average of $100 profit from each true fan. Second, you must have a direct relationship with your fans. So you have to cut out the middleman. So basically, if you have a thousand true fans and you can make $100 profit off of each one of those fans per year, then you can make $100,000 a year. Let's do it, you guys. Sounds easy. I'm just kidding. That sounds really difficult. But, um... Okay. Yeah, and and podcasts do take some time to get off the ground. And that was the naive naive part of me when I started this was like, I'm going to start this podcast. It's going to be world famous. I'm going to make a ton of money, and then I can have my baby. But look what's <laughs> happening. <I'm serious. laughs> That's really what I thought. That is what she thought. But you just got yeah. in the Washington Post. You're doing an interview with NPR. Like that's right. You You're are getting out episodes publicity. Really consistently. Yeah. yeah, it yeah, will. You do, but it needs to. It needs to build. Because people most, like, when do you listen to a podcast? It's when a friend says... When I'm cleaning my Airbnb. I know. Like, when do you choose to listen to a new podcast? When everyone tells me to. Yeah. So you just need, like, tell your listeners to tell people about it. Like, that matters more than the Washington Post stuff. Even though the Washington Post stuff is really cool. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked it in the Washington Post article when they said I look a decade younger. I know. God, what a compliment. Yeah. And the part where it said I was eating a quinoa salad and wearing overalls. It was like a Vanity Fair (laughs) article. Uh, But but yeah, yeah. it seems to me that like getting your your hedge, unless you're like wanting to make some bold move, like you just are in a little bit of a financial pinch and need some money again. You're so good at headshots. You have like Mm. a, a whole business already. It seems like just reinvesting in that good, is easy. It's a good business. It's a good business. I just it's a good expense, business. It's a good business. <laughs> what about trying to get into a writer's room? I'd love that. But just steal, steal from people's I'd love that. But... And <laughs> try to get it. They, they just, just leave them laying around you everywhere. You have to find the keys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get into the room. I'd love that. But I don't know if, you know, I don't have a any experience doing i mean i've written scripts before but i don't have a lit agent i mean that's a whole other can of worm well guys back in december i sent all my writing samples over to a fancy lit agent and she said she was excited to read them but i never heard back from her and i also never followed up so i just sent her an email just now telling her i want a lit agent and that i want to develop spermcast into a tv show so i don't know well as oprah says trust life (laughs) <laughs> like it provides if you um, if you really want something and all three of us in this room are super privileged yeah mm-hmm. and we like the the world was i mean except for these pesky old vaginas the yeah. world was built for us you i know? mean my, so, can i say something about my vagina it's pesky <laughs> oh if you had to describe your vagina <laughs> mine's curious pesky pesky <laughs> Mine's aggro. Uh, <laughs> no, I was at the mine's resolute. <laughs> Amanda, yours? Mine's awe-inspiring. Awe-inspiring. Oh, I just was thinking of A because of like my name. Amanda, um, awe-inspiring. M, mighty. Mighty. <laughs> no, I went to the gynec. I just was interrupting to tell you guys about my vagina. Oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I went to the gynecologist and I was like, "How does it look? Is it is it fine?" 
I never know. What did they say? And then she says, <laughs> she says, you have a remarkably normal <gasps> vagina. <laughs> Wow. Remarkably normal. You should do I was, a spinoff co- podcast called Remarkably Normal. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like I the thought voice she was going to say it was remarkable. So, and what a relief. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's interesting, though, Erin, um, what you're saying about like trusting the universe. Um, uh, yeah. That is scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, or like, I mean, trusting. Yeah, I mean, it is it is trusting the universe. But like if you if you want to make it a little less like lofty or big like just do you know who Martha Beck is Mm-mm. she's great she was um she was Oprah's life coach clearly very into Oprah um, <laughs> but she's uh she's wonderful and she wrote this book called Steering by Starlight lame title cool book but there's an exercise in it where she has you write down like a list of things in your life that you're really happy about mm-hmm. and then trace it back step by step and like everything it took to get there and usually the thing like the impetus for whatever it is is something that was challenging or not expected or like tragedy interesting and it's it's really good exercise for Mm. just um her her whole thing is do what you like and don't do what you don't like which is harder harder to do than to Mm-hmm. that's okay. yeah because part of me wants to give molly the advice of like lean harder into your dreams right now yeah you know I like so yeah that's where you should be putting your you energy and lean, i actually think like well, hard. i'm leaning i'm leaning very hard and i have been leaning into my the my dreams my whole life and i think that i have a mis- distrust of the universe because mm. I've been trying so hard for so fucking long <laughs> and <laughs> well is that something you're just Hmm. telling yourself i don't know that we've I been friends for a while i wasn't trying should we get do we get real on this podcast yeah. or oh what? let's get we real always get real <laughs> this is, <laughs> i can cut um, it if i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> well first of all i want to say before that that like i mean if it was if it was up to me if i was sure if we were to play like a codependent fantasy game and I got to just like control your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Which also yeah. is a game that I play sometimes. That's codependent really... fantasy game. You name somebody <laughs> in your so life and fun. you're like, if I could make all their life decisions for <gasps> oh them. This is a fun game. Oh my God. Wait. Oh, can we do this with Amanda after? Yeah. Do it with me. Do it for Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want you to do it for me. Yeah. I mean, you guys have perfect lives in my eyes, but go on. Yeah. You have a perfect life as well. Well, we all feel this way. So okay. So I love you. Goodbye. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, well, I like my perception uh, of you and your relationship to your dreams. Yes. And also your romantic life is like it feels. There have been times when I've thought that you are maybe repeating like a and this this is me coming from a place like you know all my garbage obviously I'm not coming from like (laughs) and there is a lot (laughs) I mean you both have like helped me through a ton of like super low times yeah I, I I feel like maybe it seems to me like you since you since I've known you have been like subconsciously and then even allowed sometimes been repeating like kind of a negative story about your life like this myth that 
you are always trying really hard, but you're never going to get where you want to yeah. be and you really want to be loved. But the men that you go after, it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. And, and with a lot of your romantic relationships, a lot of times when you've talked about them, it's like you're not dating someone who you feel is like the person you want to be with but like the person that's okay for the time being and you're kind of sacrificing your (laughs) (laughs) like you like them or love them even but but I know they're not right for me Mm -hmm. yeah and you're like but I love them so much right but but you know that they're not right for you Oh boy, oh boy, is she right, you guys. I loved my ex-boyfriend so much. I'm talking about the long-term one, you know, the one that was on for six years. Well, three years on, five years off, and then three years on again. I knew the whole time that we were not right for each other. We argued all the time. But I loved him so much that I held on to this tiny little glimmer of hope that one day... We could get past all of our problems and have the perfect relationship and get married and have children. And then there was the other guy that I was just dating who was wonderful and thought I was wonderful and we had the best time together all the time. But I knew that it wasn't right because he was fresh out of a divorce and had two kids and wasn't going to be ready for another relationship for a very long time. And yet I still had that little glimmer of hope. So what's the conclusion? Stop doing things that I know are not right, Molly. Okay, done. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You have so many, you've done so many ambitious projects and you're so talented, but then I'll hear you say like, Oh, well, it's cool. I'm doing this right now, but this isn't my main. It seems like you don't allow your story about yourself to be like, I am going to be a success and I deserve to be a success. Like even the way that you were just talking about this podcast right now is kind of intense. Yeah. Not intense, but like, no, I know what what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So where do I start though? Because I'm not, I'm not going to try and refute anything you just said. I hear you a hundred percent on the like negative talk. But also talk. this is me as in, like, I'm not inside dirt. This is and just an observation. And also, you've been out of the country for a couple years, right? Two? One. <laughs> Six months? Two months? I never left. <laughs> <laughs> um, two years. Two years. Okay, two years. so. I'm not, and I'm not saying that you don't, like, no, go after it. No, I do have negative self-talk about my career all the time. Mm. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I had that wonderful experience with the Bachelor stuff. Yeah. Um, and the the Hollywood Reporter things where I cut myself in, those were amazing. And I loved those so much. But what I didn't love about them was that I wasn't acting with anyone else. I was acting by myself mm. in a room, editing myself into things with other people. Right. And that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So while I love what I did and what I created and like, I, I think so it's so So then why fun- did you do it? That's very in line with what I'm saying. So that I could act. <laughs> well, why not do the thing that you really want to do? What I really want, 
what I want to act but with right, other people. So why not? But so why not like write yeah, something write for yourself? Where you're acting with other people. Oh, because I I was just following an instinct that this thing would be very funny, and I yeah. and I jumped into it. Um, and and then that happened multiple times with the same type of thing. And people kept asking me to do more things where I edit myself into other things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, but then, <laughs> like you put energy into something you thought was fun and that created more opportunity surrounding that idea. And you rode that train until, you know, it I stopped. I drove it into the ground. Yeah. You drove it into the ground. Um, so I and wonder. It was the ground because you ultimately didn't want to be acting by yourself. Yeah. And you could have probably taken it further, but it, it was, torture for you and I think that all creativity and every project I've ever done even if I loved it is torture it is is. it's so hard and so Mm -hmm. draining but I wonder if you could really pinpoint exactly what you want to do and put an energy into a project surrounding that and you're doing it with this podcast but it's with motherhood so it's like this weird combo of like you're doing exactly that with this podcast yeah Yeah, for yourself like if you really want to act with other people and you've done that before just start with like a little thing or like just deduce the thing and then just like put your energy into that and like you'll you'll bring people into your frequency so I have to write the thing yes yes yeah. you have to write it I know I mean, it's I've horrible things before but none of them <laughs> no. I, I've written great things but yeah. none of them are a budget that I can produce you looks like you have to do a short film I'm sorry to break it to you <laughs> Dr. Careers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listeners, if you have any ideas for short films, hit me up. That, I that, and me. I think it has to be related to this whole journey. Well, that I would love to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Look at Smilf. Okay, I present you yeah, Smilf. It's an amazing yeah. show. Frankie yeah. Shaw, who is in our community, she's yeah. on a basketball team, um, made a short film about an experience she had that was close to her heart. It went to Sundance, and now she's got a show on Showtime, and she's living all of our dream. Yeah. So <laughs> She really is. She is, and it's amazing, and she deserves it. So you need to do a Smilf. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I actually am very interested in this subject because – I both 100% agree with what Erin is saying about like putting energy into your dream and being positive and I love all of that and then part of me is like but this industry is so crazy and if you're Mm. actually saying I want to be a single parent I'm going to be a single parent like when at what point do you sacrifice that to get what might really make you happy but so so what is your conclusion about what I should do oh yeah let's play codependent fantasy game yeah okay um Okay, codependent fantasy game. Hmm. All right, putting on my Molly suit. <laughs> what am I wearing? Time. What am I wearing? <laughs> Ooh, uh, you're wearing um, clam digger jeans. <laughs> Which <laughs> it's kind of what I'm wearing right now, right? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like a flowy white linen shirt, mm-hmm. basically what you're wearing now, but like yeah. different colors. Yeah. Yeah. I think like career-wise, I would double down on the podcast. really I would I would like do some more research about not that you haven't but just like just try to think of like different different things like do do some research on like using us the Skillshare website which is like I've never I don't know what that means it's great it's great they have um like different different classes and like talks and a lot of it's on digital marketing Mm. because I've been looking at that recently for my own stuff and it's really like a really good resource and I would think about and with the podcast, I would really think about like your ideal listener and then make a list of the other podcasts that you think they might listen to and see if you can 
get on their podcast or have that person okay. on your own yeah podcast, right? i think it's honestly and about how, yeah that's having amazing. people tell their friends yeah yeah you know yeah. yeah and just yeah think about think about the kind of guests that your listeners would like ask them too guys what do you like who do you want to hear <laughs> and then also like make time to write on it. yeah make time to like write write every just try to i mean so can i tell everybody the thing that i really want to make most of all yeah <laughs> yeah okay two whores take off on the oregon trail in search of a better life out west that's it great i love it it's 1849 and the gold rush is in full swing penny and scarlet are seasoned whores at the ever so seedy calico queen canteen and brothel in the bustling outpost of defiance missouri Day in and day out, prospectors, frontiersmen, and family men alike pass through the brothel for a final poke in the whiskers before heading out on the Oregon Trail in search of wealth and prosperity. But even whores can dream and Penny and Scarlet see a better life for themselves out west. Not a day longer can they endure the abuse of their vile pimp, the owner of the Calico Queen, Thaddeus Grosswanker. They rob the bar of all that is rightfully theirs and make off into the night, vowing never to sell their bodies again. Unless the damn well feel like it. Because, you know, it's kind of fun sometimes. Write write just a scene from it. At first, it it was just improvisers on the Oregon Trail. And I wanted to do improvised, like, (laughs) Deadwood style. That's cool. Um, Because I love Deadwood so much. Mm. Um, And I also, hey, Deadwood, if you're listening, I want to be in the movie that you're making. And (laughs) same for you. uh, Text four, six, (laughs) nine, eight. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, so that's, okay. Yeah, so do that. So double down on that. Double down on acting. that. Yeah, and on your podcast. And just like the thing I would avoid if I if we're playing codependent fantasy game would be <laughs> like putting all my energy back in the headshot stuff because you don't really like it. But how am I going to make money? Well, I'm, oh, I'm telling you. Okay, sorry. Right? Like you have a Patreon, right? right? Like focus on growing the Patreon. Yeah, I need to make a smooth video for my Patreon. Yeah, so do so do that. So, what is your financial situation exactly like? Do you have you, you don't know if you're getting kicked out or if you have to stop your Airbnb yet? I don't know yet. You don't. I'll it's up in soon. the air. Okay. Yeah. So, do you have money like saved? Saved no. at all? No. So, uh, she, no. <laughs> so, what does she do? Codependent fantasy. What does she do about money? Yeah. Yeah. Waitress. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't. Well. I, I don't I guess I guess I would yeah I would like live very frugally for a while and put all my effort into that and writing that other thing and just put it put out into like tell my friends that I was doing that okay that's okay. what I would do mm-hmm. and then I, I yeah. like that I like the doubling down on the podcast idea because I also like uh, my podcast the big ones I do with Maria is like I think we've plateaued as far as numbers and it's mm-hmm. I know that there's got to be a way to get those up. So like, I'm interested in looking into that as well. And what's your podcast called again? The big ones. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving oh, you some oh promotion, I see. I see. I, the big ones. <laughs> it's so good. Check it out. Aaron, what's your podcast called? I forget. <laughs> this feels terrible. Aww. When, what, when do you, do you have like a deadline for yourself for when you want to have a baby? No, but I honestly, I think I have to do it really soon mm. because of the research I've been doing. I'm really? terrified. Tell me what what's new. Cause oh, bef- it's like 5% for women, for women my age. 5% success rate for sex. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh 
That's crazy. Just that you mean naturally to conceive naturally. It just decreases naturally. exponentially. Naturally. Decreases. Yeah. And so in IVF, it's just 13 to 8, 18%. <gasps> Success, right? Yeah. That is not the narrative you're told. You know. Because you're always seeing all these celebrities getting yeah, pregnant well, yeah, at 45. You're seeing, the, yeah. you're seeing the miracle babies. That's right. not normal. That's why they're called miracles. And <laughs> they're outliers. So what about love? You wanted to talk about love, too. Well, here's the thing. When I started the podcast, I didn't care about love and relationships. And then I... I mean, I cared, but I thought I can make this baby my priority i can find love anytime in my life mm. i still think the same thing but now i'm lonely and that's it <laughs> so you're lonely and now you're maybe interested in like trying to seriously date well i guess i miss that guy i was dating <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it yeah uh-oh <gasps> cry meter <laughs> Is what? it the cry meter? Yeah. Oh, I have a cry meter on this podcast where I, when I can tell. Oh, right. So where are you on the cry meter? You're at like a seven. I almost hit it. Oh, no. <laughs> but I must just be lonely. Because I, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was great. Yeah. What happened? Who was this? Um. Okay. We don't have to talk about it. No, that. we can. I, 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 um, I don't need to cry. I'm you fine. You can. No, I'm fine. I can say it. Oh, yeah. So she was dating this a nice gentleman um, who had kids recently separated from his wife. Um, so he wasn't, they liked each other, but he wasn't really available mm. for a serious relationship. Yeah. So it went on for quite a while and now it. But unlike everybody else or most of the other people I've dated, he was so nice and he was just so sweet to me. Well, that's good you know that now. Oh, I do. I'm definitely getting closer to somebody that I want to be with. That's good. <clears throat> My woo-woo um, love advice would be to make like a really specific list of all the like the qualities that you want in a partner. Yeah. I've been recently, normally I'm not really into this kind of stuff, but um, I don't know, for some reason recently I felt a little bit like pushed and pulled in a lot of different directions, like career-wise. Um, mm. Not in a bad way, but... You've got a lot going on. Just a lot going on. Yeah. And I... Um, I was like, I think I need to make a vision board. Yeah. Did you do it? Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I think about all the time, Amanda, was when you did, when you were in that, you were in like an acting class. Um, I did this acting class called at Warner Laughlin Studios. Mm -hmm. And the, the teacher in the beginning, you'd always do this guided meditation, which was really awesome, um, where you'd go visualize yourself in this Alpine village or Alpine Valley or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I was exactly. Um, but anyway, we would do all these different sorts of visualizations. And one of them, which I really liked, was imagining your life five years from now. And mm -hmm. what do you want? And you're in your house. What does your house look like? Where are you? Who are you with? Mm -hmm. um, what? you know you get a phone call who is it like you go online check your bank account what's in there <laughs> um and yeah. yeah I think some of that stuff did happen for me um also just being super specific about what exactly you want like I was yeah. like I want to be on um like a tv show like this type of tv show oh, yeah that was the thing yeah, yeah and I yeah. did get and that one was not great yeah. <laughs> but I did it did happen and it hasn't happened since so it's not like it always works of course <laughs> like it's it, it is just that it's about being super super specific about what you want like in these next yeah. few years and mm -hmm. then of course you're just inevitably going to put more energy into that specific thing um, no, hey, are you ready for what yeah, I want yeah, yeah. okay I want to 
smart, kind, six foot four, (laughs) (laughs) handsome, funny, uh, caring, thoughtful. Um, Is he like a type personality or is he a little more? He's very chill. He's very chill. Very chill. I'm describing the guy. But but what else? You want someone who's like ready to settle down? But more emotionally available and sure, yeah, looking to settle down. Somebody that um, loves and respects me. Uh, Is he someone who's into sports? Does he not like sports? Is he an animal person? Is he a dog person? He's or athletic, a cat person? but he doesn't care that much about sports. Mm. He loves all animals. What if you had your listeners like set you up, or at least like recommend, like send in like applications ah! of like cool sperm sperm donors I don't to know come why, in? I don't know why they haven't done that already. Well, because you haven't asked for it, you fool. Oh. <laughs> That's what you have to do. Have you asked people for sperm donor recommendations on? Like put a know. call out to the listeners. Have I, you guys? Listeners, text five five. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, guys, I did ask you to send me your recommendations. Remember this from episode three? Does your life lack purpose? Do you have an overabundance of sperm and no family history of mental illness or alcoholism? Then come on down to Molly's Vagina for your chance to be a contender on Spermcast. Call 323-741-1818. Seriously, I need you to call me. 323-741-1818. Should your sperm be chosen, you will terminate all paternal rights and be relieved of all parental responsibility, but you will carry with you a self-imposed burden of knowing you have a child that does not have a father, even though you know Molly will do a great job raising Okay, guys, you know what to do. Call that number, 323-741-1818, or text it, 323-741-1818. Send a link to, like, um, an Instagram profile. Um, I'm open to it, guys. Oh, here's another thing that I loved mm. about this guy. I loved that he was a dad because he was so responsible. Well, you know, he, you're not to, he, no, 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 he, but, but the, I'm just saying qualities that I like. <laughs> right. Okay. That's fine. I, I, I don't, I like dads yeah. but, or I like somebody that's as responsible as a dad. Well, that's interesting because this guy was so fresh out of his relationship. He was unavailable emotionally, yeah. but there's a lot of daddies out there. A lot of daddies. A lot of daddies <sighs> who are post-divorce or whatever, who would be wanting to be with you. And, and even if they didn't want kids, you're going to have your own kid anyway. So if you're yeah. a diddling daddy, email <laughs> spermcast at gmail. Okay, but then I'm then, then I'm going with my vision for five years from now. There's a yeah. kid. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Do I have to say that specifically? Sure. Um, no, no, you could. I don't know. You don't have to. But it's de- there's definitely I'm definitely in like a comfortable home um, where, where there's a where lot of it? sunlight. Oh, yeah, where is that? It's like here in Pasadena. Okay, <laughs> just next door. It's yeah. on top of this house. <laughs> <laughs> we can put a unit over the garage. <laughs> there's a lot of sunlight. A lot of open space. Um, you can see the living room and the kitchen. You can see each other. Uh, uh-huh, I love you know, that. You're, oh, you're yeah. sort of in the same space. I can yeah. look over while I'm cooking at my kid and at, at my kid. Mm-hmm. I can look over at my kid while I'm cooking and see him um, uh. playing, um, just sitting there watching TV. Is there a, a man, <laughs> is there a, a daddy in the picture? Yeah, yeah, he's um he's uh caressing me from behind. <laughs> okay. He's coming up to me from behind and, and grabbing my boobs. And okay, and we know what the daddy looks like. And so then you get a phone call and who is it? It's my mom. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. nice. Why is she calling? I'm coming over. Dad and I are on our way. Because they've Aww. moved to Pasadena. Yes. Okay, and now you get an email and it's mm-hmm. work related. What does it say? Oh, uh my my I have to go in for a something with my script. Uh, there, um to hire writers and what's your what script is it 
it's a sitcom. It's a damn sitcom. It's not a network. <laughs> is it about sperm casts? Like, is it a sperm cast sitcom about um, a woman looking for a sperm donor? Mm. I do like the sperm sperm cast TV show. I have it in my mind, but I think that's already happened in five years, and I'm done with it. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm past that. Okay, you're past sperm cast. That makes sense because you have your yeah. child already. It, yeah, it's actually it's a movie. Oh. It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's my post-apocalyptic rom-com that I love. <laughs> Great. Love that. No, so, it's not that either. Do I have see, to- this is, I think, what you have to figure <laughs> I out. I don't I know. think that oh this these are important questions, though. And now doing this exercise, you kind of like see like you don't know what you want to have going in five years career-wise. Like yeah. that's kind of something that could be cool for you to figure out. Mm. And so what about then you have to do a little online banking. So go to your bank account. What do you see in well, if I have income, then does it? What do people usually put, have in their bank account? Uh, well, you can map. have a lot in your savings. If I mean, I, I mean, don't is know. Is a hundred thousand dollars a lot? Or That'd a be great. That's I think that that's a good amount. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. And that would make you feel very secure. You, you know some what, people though, have. I have to say, I don't think that I'm working that hard because I'm I'm really focusing on my child. <laughs> okay. Okay, so maybe so like ten grand in savings. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I'm just saying, my husband. Uh, okay. I'm taking us back a few decades, and I am. <laughs> I work fair enough to like want somebody who's like solid and contributing especially like if you're wanting to do creative things yeah so you're just taking it easy career-wise once you have your child (laughs) well this (laughs) is is interesting to me yes I think this is great but this is interesting to me that easy I I, I'm still making things there's just no pressure figuring your stuff out and like when you're gonna have a kid right say that again I mean it's good to figure out if that's what you want when you have the kid is to go easy career-wise, obviously, right? Like, that would be ideal for you? Yeah, but I don't think that's possible. I I don't know. Is that the problem? Uh, I don't know, but it's... See, that's... I mean, that's the visual... That is interesting to me, though, because it makes me think that, like, that is more important to you than the career. Yeah. That's... I just think it's interesting to note. Like, I... That's not like everyone would say that. Some people would go, like, I have a kid, but we have a live-in nanny and I'm off filming my TV show every day. Like, totally, yeah. But oh. that's not what you said. You said you want to focus on cooking at the kid. Cooking, <laughs> cooking, <laughs> cooking the child. <laughs> but I just think that is interesting, Molly. Like, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So, like how, how important is your career to you? I think that it's always, I mean, it's very important because I feel um, a creative drive inside of me um, and a need to express that creativity. But you can be creative without your career being creative, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the reason my career is so important to me is because I need to make money. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. This is interesting. Yeah. This is interesting. This is interesting. (laughs) I don't know what it all means or what the solution is, but it's just something interesting to note because I think if I were telling you my five-year thing, it would be like, we have a kid, I'm on a TV show, Mm -hmm. um, like, and we have like Matt maybe takes care of the kid and we have a balance where when he's working, I take care of the kid. But I would definitely be like, I imagine myself like, pumping in my trailer yeah you know like I like I like that I want that yeah me too me too yeah I'd be the same be the same way wait a minute you're saying my dream isn't as big as your dream no no it's just different different. well I'm just saying I don't want I also don't want to be on a tv show I'd be pumping backstage (laughs) 
Okay, pause. I think I've figured everything out. I've been thinking about this for a couple days and it's been really frustrating me because, you know, Amanda and Aaron, they have these amazing visions for the future and I can't even, I can't even imagine those visions because all I want to do is just feel comfortable and safe for a minute. All I want is the comfort of my little family. So I'm revising my vision. Keep the beginning. It's an open floor plan. I'm cooking in the kitchen. I'm looking on as my husband plays with my child in the living room. The phone rings and my mom and dad are coming over. I feel safe and relaxed and I'm surrounded by my loving family. We're going to head outside in a minute and have a glass of wine and enjoy the evening. I don't want anything more than that in that moment. I don't want to check my work email. I don't want to work. I just want to relax. But that's just that moment, you guys. That doesn't mean I don't want to be a successful actor in five years. And if you want me to, if I have to, if you're dying for me to do it, then I'll check that work-related email. Oh, okay, look, I'm opening the email. Oh, it's an email from my assistant, Jen, and she's trying to schedule my fitting with uh, all these different designers for my dress that I'm supposed to be wearing to the Emmys uh, because I was nominated for Spermcast, the TV show. But I just read the subject line. I don't actually open the email because I don't have time, you guys. I'm just chilling with my family right now. It's Sunday night and um, my onions are starting to burn. So I got to go. Um, Did we make things worse? Did I make things worse? No, no, it was bad I think already. It's exci- I, I think it's really exciting talking about these things with you, Molly, because you are so talented and wonderful. And it's exciting thinking about like all the possibilities yeah. with your life. Thanks. So I hope you feel good and not bad like it's fun these are I don't fun, feel fun bad things. I am just in a state yeah lately. No, that, and that's cool it's like an okay a, state wall, wall, yeah wall. I mean I I think it's hard to be positive I know that I struggle with this I think it would be really powerful for you to really pinpoint this ask yourself this five-year question mm-hmm. and truly pinpoint creatively mm-hmm. um what you want to be working on and just consider what that could be because yeah. I, I know the industry of auditioning and getting roles, like if that happens, that's amazing. That's like winning the lottery. Mm. So I think like what Molly generated, like idea, f- movie, TV show, whatever it is, like are you most passionate about that you want to be mm. making? Yeah. So this podcast. So if it's a podcast, that's great. That's great. I mean, right. I mean, what that's I, I'm enjoying doing this. That's good. And it's and it's great. I think maybe yeah. what you want is to monetize the podcast. I would love to monetize the podcast. Like a substantial yeah. chunk of change. I mean, you say you have about 600 listeners or downloads. Mm-hmm. So everyone give a dollar and you'll have six hundred dollars yeah. a month. Okay, wait. Just most can crimes. we do a quick sperm can we do killing? A quick codependent fantasy of Amanda. Oh God, I'm scared. Oh, I, I, I I can't think of a single thing. <laughs> really? I I can't. I, I mean, keep on keeping on. Yeah, keep doing it, girl. You're doing great. <laughs> okay, I'll hang in I there. Say, I would write like a short film Ooh. for yourself. I have mm, an idea. I like that idea. For Amanda. Yeah. What? Write a show with me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this isn't right. Oh, write a show. Oh, Amanda, write a show for me that I can star in and pay me to do it. And when you open your new, and when you open your new podcast network, hire me as a producer. That you'd be a great producer. Oh, that would see? be great. That okay. would be great. Yeah. That's right, you guys. Amanda Lund, Maria Blasucci, and Priyanka Matu are starting their very own female-driven podcast network. It's called Erios. It's by women, for everyone, no creeps. They'll be starting their Kickstarter really soon, so I hope you'll support them. It's going to be awesome. That's good. And 
And I also think I heard this the other day, and I think it's true that people come up in groups. And guys, I got to mm. tell you, we're on the way up. Here we go. We're on the upswing. So <laughs> okay. watch out, world. I believe it's happening. Okay. And um, yeah, I I need to make some money, so I'm I'm putting a lot of energy out right now. And I I maybe we need to do a vision board evening. That, that would be, be fun. Great. It would oh, be fun. I have to go oh, back sorry. to dumb old but Ireland. We will. Dumb we Ireland. should um, Skype me in. Skype you in. Yeah, yeah, I would actually. I would love that. Be fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That. Now we yeah, have to do, do it for Aaron. Codependent fantasy. Oh my god. I think you're going to build your theater and I think you need to, you seem to have some anxious feelings surrounding your podcast that you've let go. So I think release yourself of that and figure out what Mm -hmm. you're really excited about, but get a podcast Mm -hmm. going. Right. Okay. Like, but maybe like a new one. Maybe. Maybe Whatever you're most excited about. And, um, oh, what was I going to say? Where can people find her? Yeah, where can people find you, Erin? Ireland. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at Erin McGathy on, on all things. On all things. And you can go on all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and find Mob Theater Dublin. Is there a website? There is. It's mobtheater.ie, which okay. is the I'll Irish. I'll link it in my thing. thing. Oh. Or you yeah. can go to com to see me live. I have a bunch of shows coming up. Whoa. In Dublin. Uh, and in Edinburgh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap this up. That was. I think it was a great thank episode. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Erin, thank you for coming. I really appreciate you. And Amanda, I really appreciate you. Glad Love to you be guys here, a girl. lot. Yay. This was fun to catch up. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Bitch car. Bitch, Bitch car, car for life. Horrors. Let's go get tattoos. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Bitch car tattoo. <laughs> well, guys, this has been a jam-packed episode for me. In conclusion, here's the plan. Double down on the podcast, double down on Patreon, double down on writing, get a resume to Katie Krentz, be prepared to get a roommate and charge them out the wazoo in case my Airbnb falls through, live frugally for a while, work on my 1,000 true fans, write a short film or shoot a scene, get specific, like really, really, really specific about what I want to work on most, stop the negative talk and stay positive, stop doing things I know are not right for me. Is that it? I hope so. I also hope that all this money and stress talk hasn't turned you off or made you feel guilty. Yeah, if you can afford to spend a buck or two on my Patreon and you want to do it because it's fun to support, go for it. Patreon.com slash spermcast. But please, 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 please don't feel obligated. What I want more than anything in the world is for you to just enjoy this podcast and to share it with your friends. Next week, I promise, sperm donor interview and probably the week after that too. Okay, I really gotta go. Those onions are really, really burning to a crisp now. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I haven't had a review in like a couple weeks, you guys. You can email me at spermcast at gmail.com. Leave me a message or text me at 323-741-1818. Or you can find me on social uh, at spermcast across the board. That's Facebook, Twitter. Instagram and I I think that's it. Lots of love. Bye. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall, funny, smart, love basketball, gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 